0: Hello, parents. Welcome to December, and welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast. Welcome to...
1: Let's wrap up 2020. (laughs) (laughs) It's a
0: wrap. If if you are listening to this podcast like a couple of years from From now, now. (laughs) this has been that year. Remember that year? 20, yeah. (laughs) Remember that 2020 year? Yeah. Hey.
1: um, But what a better time for us to need this topic that we're about to talk about. Yeah, what we're going to talk about in December is...
0: And we want you to listen to all the podcasts in December because a lot of parents say, how do you get your kid to know and love Jesus? How do you introduce Jesus to him? We're like, that's what we're going to talk about. How to introducing our kids to the real Jesus, because parents, if, if what God is offering is real, Mm -hmm. if we really can have peace, love, joy, heaven, if we really are forgiven if we really are loved unconditionally if we really do have our identity in christ it's a great deal it's a it's a great deal and so some of this as we talk about it this month some of it may speak to you and oh i hope it does
1: yeah and it does it does to ours as we were even fleshing it out and writing the podcast we had to really think okay who is the real jesus and what do we what what do we want what do we think and believe about the real Jesus and what do we want to share with our parents and what do we want to encourage them to share with your children about who is the real Jesus
0: Yeah and so every week we're going to ask a question and give you an answer to it
1: so, kind of like investigation, who, what, where, when, why, how. Yeah, That's what we're yeah. doing. We're going to go. The way, the, this is the picture that I had as we were forming this podcast series, that Jesus is sitting in the center of the room, and we are going to come from all different angles so that each of our children who, who think about the who or the what or the where or the why or the how, we can answer those questions for them. And one of our motivations here is we've, you
0: know, We've been around church a lot. We've been around Christian schools and we've been, and we are always amazed at some junior in high school that has been in church all their lives and had Christian parents and you ask them things about Jesus and they're like, and the answers we get are
1: sometimes baffling. Oh, well, or they're theological, and they don't even understand him. they'll say well, he was the he was the the Son of God and he resurrected he he died and rose again. Well, what does that mean? I don't know right, right. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> and so as we talk about getting into the real Jesus, that's what we're talking about is how do you get past the the facts into who really Jesus is, and how yeah, do you relate good. to him and why should you relate to him? And why should you follow him? And all these things. If you know Crazy Cool Family, you know we ask why a lot. And we, have, <laughs> we get real with things. And so that's what we're going to try to do. And today.
1: Well, and then the last one. Okay, go on. You were going to no, say no. today. Today's
0: <laughs> question is, who is Jesus? And, yeah. You know, who is this guy? And
1: and so go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and so, but we're going to talk about, (laughs) I know, I know because I wanted to share the last one, which is, which is, um, what has Jesus done for you? We're going to talk about that. Where is Jesus? Why follow Jesus? But the last one, how is Jesus better than the world? And I totally completely believe that that is the struggle for this generation because the world presents itself as so much better than Jesus. And it presents itself as better because I think that there is an underlying misunderstanding of the first thing we're gonna talk about, which is who is Jesus.
0: Well and and the fact that our world, I mean, they a lot of our kids that we're talking to today have pretty good lives. I mean they don't even need Jesus. Technology is good. We're fed, we're clothed, we've got you know what are the needs, but but in reality if you go deeper than that into our souls there's they're crying out for Jesus desperate or, or, for Jesus yes and desperate so, so today let's talk about you know who is Jesus and and one of the things that you want remember we're, we're kind of building on this so we wanted today we want to talk about that Jesus was an actual real person sometimes kids are very I mean he lived thousands of years ago and he's in this obscure you know these stories we hear and things about that but things like that but yet Jesus is real. And when we get that, our kids to understand that, that it changes their view of Jesus.
1: Yeah. And we have to hit that point home, parents, because the reality is our world is surrounded by a whole lot of make believe. That, um, uh, Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus the Oh, Marvel characters, Marvel <laughs> characters Superheroes, yeah. all of that stuff and so our kids literally developmentally do not know the difference between real and not real. They see it on a movie it's real. The character is real. It's a real person. They don't understand it. Yeah. It's really just an actor that's depicting the character that's playing a role and so our children need to know that Jesus was not an actor depicting a role. He was an actual person just like you, just like me just like your child he walked yeah. this earth just like we do yeah how do you distinguish Jesus from you know
0: Ant-Man or you know <laughs> or Batman or Superman or whatever or that's character in this movie or you know they, they see so many versions of reality but yeah
1: just bringing it back to who Jesus is is so um is so beneficial. You so know. he's real. You've got to drive that home. You've got to tell your kids he's real. He's a real live person. Okay. Now, you know, in, in John one, um, and one of the things I
0: tell parents a lot is, is, um, uh, take your kids to the gospels mm-hmm. and take yourself to the gospels. Actually. I mean, it's so enlightening to read about Jesus, you know, in John one, because Jesus claims to be a superhero. Oh, he yeah. claims to be God. There is a difference. Better than a superhero. That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> he, he claims to be something, you know, in, in, in John 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word, meaning Jesus, was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things are made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So in other words, to emphasize it even more, John's very clear that Jesus claims to be God. Well, you know, that's maybe you think, oh, of course my kid understands that. Does he? Does she? You know, and of course not at three, we'll talk about how to, you know, progress in the relationship. Right. With, but Jesus is God because, and then and then it says in John, uh, in verse 14, that the word became flesh. So God became flesh and made
1: his dwelling among us. I heard it said, explained before, and this makes m- so much more sense to little kids, is he literally put skin on. He was a supernatural being and he put skin on so that we could relate to and understand him because he walked in our, or we walk in his footsteps, but he walked on this earth just like we do so that we could so that he could relate to the human experience, but so that we could relate to the supernatural God experience.
0: Yeah, even Philippians 2, verse 6, who says, Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing. I mean, that's something to think about when you're talking about God. This is God who put human form on, who made himself nothing, And it goes on to say by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and it being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became
1: obedient to the point of death. Right. And that's, I want to make sure we talk about that. When you say that Jesus is a real person, when you tell your children that the second part of that is Jesus is a real person who really died and rose from the dead. And that's, that was his superpower. That's his, that's what makes him be the superhero of all superheroes because they don't die and, you know, raise again. Jesus did that. And so that's what, that's what sets him apart. That's what makes him And our children need to understand that, that, Sometimes we just leave it with he died, you know, and right. Jesus died. But the rose again part, that's the, that's the miracle of it.
0: Yeah, Paul even says in Corinthians, if the resurrection didn't happen, let us eat, drink and be merry for tomorrow we die. Because it, we, 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 it, everything changed upon the resurrection. And so, you know, in, in, in verse 12, going back to John 1, it says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So, you know, Jesus in in this earthly life is God coming into human form, but yet he creates through his death and resurrection a pathway to get back to God. I mean, that's real stuff to talk about with your kids. It's it starts out with, you know, with little Bible stories and things like that of letting them know the person of Jesus. But over time, as they get older, you start really talking about who Jesus was and how different, how alike he was with everyone else. It says that, you know, he bore the same temptations that we did and things right. like that he walked the earth he had to eat and sleep and all the things was that was uncomfortable we do. and exactly. didn't have a home and and got frustrated with his disciples and right. everything else but but yet he was different as well he was both god and man mm-hmm. and he lived a perfect life and he also uh died so that we could live and we could be uh believe in his name and we could have the right through him to
1: to become Children of God, and so I think that um, the month of December. I mean, when we we get to use this month um, that has been set apart. By the world, actually, to celebrate Christmas, and even though the world might not even know what they're celebrating, or they might not choose to celebrate more of Christ, that Christ's birth. We, as believers, we get to do that. And so, I love to with my, and even with my kid, when my kids were little, we, I'd love to get caught up in the momentum of the celebrating of Christmas. And while the world has worked very, very hard to distract us from the point of Christmas with presents and Santa Claus and and busy busy busyness and all of that I do still believe that even spiritually there is momentum that scoops us up all in the culmination of the birth of Jesus Christ when he left earth and he came or he left heaven and he came to earth as a baby and that's my favorite part of the whole story because we get to relate it to our children because our children get they get a baby they understand that well and and it's even that story is exciting.
0: I mean, one of the things that we tend to read that story is, Oh, here came, here comes baby Jesus and everything was good. But in reality, you know, and in Luke two, you read the story and, and, uh, but Joseph had to go through a lot to get that. Mary had to go through. Oh my gosh.
1: Lot. Mamas. Can you imagine riding on a donkey the <laughs> day or two or three or four? Or I don't remember how many days it took them to get from where they were going to, uh, the, for, to take the census to, um, Bethlehem. But, on a donkey that pregnant? Are, yeah. No wonder she went into labor. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, come on. Well, and and Joseph
0: had to have, you know, be convinced in a dream that it was Jesus because mm. it was totally, I mean, these are great stories to go, you know, and when Jesus was a little older, the, the Magi. Went the other direction, Herod. I mean, we, with the other. He had a
1: death on his life the yeah. moment he was born. A few years ago, a we star to, showed up yeah. in the sky. I mean, talk uh, about a few super years ago. Hero. We went
0: to Israel and we uh, saw, you know, Nazareth. We know where he was and and how, uh, you know, where that little village was, and you could picture the soldiers coming through a, you know, maybe a town of about 200 people at the time, but you know, so there weren't like thousands of babies. I mean, it was like, you know, 10 in the area or 15, but you can imagine those soldiers coming through and going, you know, and and just doing their thing that they did. Mm, Well, you know, murder. Yes. And so, but that's because what happened was heaven invaded earth. That there was a, there's a battle going on. And as you look at the life of Jesus, you see the battle between good and evil. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in, in our day, it's like, no, no, everything's good. And all is, it's really not, you know, there is, there's good and there's evil in the world. And as you read those stories, it just jumps out at you how, um, there's an invasion that when Jesus comes in and the enemy wants to take him out, but God protects him. Right. Well, okay. So how does that, and how does that relate to us? Well, God's going to protect you when you right. believe in him and you, um, he, when you are a child of God, then you
1: get God's favor and protection as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good, and I think our children can relate to that. They can relate to a baby, and they can relate to a child, and they can relate to Jesus growing up. And so I love it that that was the plan that God had. I mean, he could have he could have introduced him as a king. I mean, he could have. There's so many other ways, and they were expecting other ways for the Savior to come into the world. So many other ways, but I love it because God said, Jesus said, "Let the little children come to me," and He started it by being a little child himself so that our, I mean, our children can relate to that. Yeah. And, and just the, the,
0: how often you can talk about just the wonder of, of the supernatural birth, you know, maybe now again maybe your child hasn't isn't old enough to, to understand this yet but it's certainly they will as they get older that do you realize that Jesus is so different because he was born supernaturally he started supernaturally right and he ended supernaturally right and you you know one of the things when you talk about the real Jesus yes he was a real person but he was also
1: this he was also God. Yeah, he was cloaked in the supernatural. And that's what makes it so exciting. That's what sets him apart. That's what makes Jesus better than the world. And, and that makes that's part of what makes Jesus worth
0: following. Right. You want to, parents, you want to build in your kid the right Jesus, the, the mm-hmm. true Jesus, the real Jesus, because guess what? that Jesus is worth following and right. you you want to inspire your child towards a Jesus that goes, wow, I want to follow that Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not I have to follow him. I have to go to church. I have right. to learn all these. And so much of it is just the way that you tell the story. Oh my goodness. Look at this story of Jesus. Oh my goodness. Look at this, you know, uh, way we're going to do the way he did this or whatever.
1: And, and you show the fascination with Jesus. Love it. Um, and so I have a challenge for you to find out where your kids are on who, what they, who, who they think Jesus is and who they say Jesus is. And so, Oh, my goodness, those of you that have three-year-olds, you're going to have a great time asking them because no telling what they're going to say. But there is not an age limit here. I mean, you can ask your your elementary, ask your preteen, ask your teenager, who do you say Jesus is? And then listen. Listen to what they have to say. And then ask permission. Can I tell you who I see Jesus as? Or can I tell you who I think Jesus is? And then have a conversation. Now's the time, parents. Now's the time. As your children live under your roof with you, now is the time to continually be talking about who Jesus is.
0: Yeah, because let's go back and look at the big picture. As your kids go through middle school and high school, you want
1: them to develop their own relationship with Jesus. And they can't do that if they don't know who it is. Right. And I think that that's the, the breakdown in our society is we don't understand who Jesus is. Therefore, we don't follow. We don't believe. We don't choose him because we don't know him. And you may say, I don't know him. I don't really, you know, I know who the church
0: tells me he is or whatever. And so then maybe that's a good time for you to read the gospels and to go read them and just say, who is the guy I'm following and why? And so, uh, because then out of what you're reading, so often I have shared with my kids and just said, you know, I was reading this the other day
1: and yeah you've been don's been hanging out on the gospels for oh this whole season and so he just keeps saying you know in the gospels in in matthew and mark you know jesus and then he just cut off all of that and he just said you know jesus said well
0: and so and your kids that just has a lot of credibility with your kids it's not hey come here we need to read this bible story it's you know just out of what you're doing you're sharing with them and you know just like you would hey, I watched the cowboy game the other day and this happened or whatever. You know, Hey, I was reading in Ephesians the other day or I was reading and it said, Jesus is this. Oh, wow, that was fascinating to me. So I went to the guy, I went and read the story or whatever. You know, there's just so many things when you speak to it out of your personal experience, get a picture parents of what we're trying to do for you here is trying to have you just put the everyday life of Jesus in the everyday life of your kids.
1: So good. And if you don't, if you don't feel like you know Jesus well enough to do that, then I encourage you to read the red letters in the Bible, because that's Jesus. I thought that was the name of a book. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I think there is a red letter Bible, but the red letters in the New Testament, because that is when Jesus talks and when Jesus speaks. And so that's, that's like, it's the written word of, God who came to earth and became flesh. It's the word. I mean, we opened the whole, this whole podcast up with he was word that came became flesh. But it's the written word of God, the red letters in the New Testament. And you will start to feel Jesus's presence in your life. It's, it's as if he is talking to you. It takes your relationship of just knowing about Jesus to knowing Jesus. So who is Jesus?
0: Jesus is a real person who led a real life, who died a real death, who was really resurrected to give us eternal life. He was everything God, but he took off his godliness and became human flesh Mm. and became became obedient. Philippians 2 tells us to the point of death, even death on a cross, and therefore God exalted him. And gave him the name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus, he's powerful that yes. every knee, knee should shall bow, bow in uh-huh. heaven and on earth and under the earth that at the name of Jesus, every all that's going to happen. And because he was God, but he sacrificed himself and then he paid the ultimate sacrifice for us so that that, is good stuff parents that That is is good stuff and that becomes a jesus worth following yes i always say parents you're in the sales business yes you're selling a way of life and you know we're operators too but we also sell a way of life and we are selling a way of life that and, and it starts with having a jesus that's real i hope this has been Good for you. I hope it's been inspiring to you. And uh, I hope that you will take it in this holiday season. Just start reading the story of Jesus. Start reading about how, you know, what happened with the Magi and what happened with Mary and what happened with Joseph. And then see where it goes as you start to reveal the real Jesus to your kids. I love the challenge Suzanne gave you. To just sit down. Again, we love questions mm, and we mm. love encouraging words. You're gonna be so
1: surprised. If you want to, then go comment on our social media yeah. in our just because yeah. we want to hear what your kids say. And you don't, oh, and you don't, don't get, write a whole book. You don't it. get
0: to correct them, tell them how wrong <laughs> they are. I can't believe you don't know this. I'm such a terrible parent. And what class have you been in? Have you ever been to church in your life? Don't ever ask them that question. But just listen and love them and then invest in them. Hey, this yeah, she, you're just
1: opening the door. Yeah. You're opening the door to their little spirit to speak into it. And you're I love what she see said. What's already there and see what needs to be tweaked. Suzanne said, this is what Jesus, can I
0: share with you what Jesus means to me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it's not, they're not wrong. It's just that this is what Jesus means to you. This is what Jesus means to me. What a, what a great way to uh, endear them to our Savior. Um, Hey, parents, have a great time leaving us, and we want to uh, uh, keep you going and blessing your kids with the power of Jesus. So go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.